0: Hi, I'm Arielle Charnis, and this is In House, my podcast about all the happenings in my life. Whether it's fashion, entrepreneurship, marriage, or mom life, you'll hear it all right here on In House. So our last two episodes, you heard all about how Brandon and I met and the proposal. So for part three, I invited Brandon back to talk about being parents. There's a lot to tell about being parents um, and to kick it off, Brandon, did you... Always want kids.
1: Yes. Always wanted kids.
0: But he wasn't, I don't think you were ready when I, when I was ready. Right.
1: No, I, I, <laughs> it, was, it was very foreign to me. Um, yeah. just felt like that's just a world that like you're opening a door to. It's another world. It'd be like landing on Mars.
0: Um, the whole time for me, I felt like throughout the whole pregnancy, it, it didn't really hit you. That you were going to be a father until the baby was actually here, right? Still hasn't hit me. Oh, stop it!
1: No, I, I'm very happy that I'm a father of three g- gorgeous, amazing girls. Very each, happy about that. each
0: time, I feel like I kind of pushed you, though. You like yeah. were you were happy with one?
1: No, not one. I, I definitely want. You know, I knew it was it was not going to be one, but every time I will say you didn't realize how much, uh, like you were scared. I was scared about. Uh, being able to give as much love to you know the, the next, next
0: one and the next one.
1: Yeah, Still, I'm, I still feel that way about. I remember
0: family. you feeling that way about before we had Esme. You like were really nervous to have another one if you were going to feel the same way. Yeah. About her, but isn't it so weird sitting here, like talking about this when we now have three children? Like, how quickly did that all happen?
1: It's crazy, right?
0: Like, <laughs> can you so believe fair. we have three?
1: And you just, you know, it's so funny, like you could do so many things to like try to prepare, but at the end of the day, you just learn it on on the go.
0: Yeah. And, when you're thrown into it.
1: Yeah. You jump in and you figure it out. You know, it's all about being part of a team and do your, do your role to the best of your ability.
0: What was the moment you knew you wanted to have kids together?
1: I don't know. I just, I think that like, I didn't think.
0: Yeah. I, Me I, neither. I didn't think either. I feel like you just. I know.
1: I know you didn't think. For sure. But I was uh, yeah. like, you know what? I, you could drive yourself crazy. When are you ever ready for anything? You're never ready. No. It's, you know, you just do it. Yeah. Just get there and you just go and, you know, just.
0: And just know that you'll figure it out.
1: Yeah. it's That's what it's about. Just like don't have a kid when you're 12. You know, like that. that <laughs> like if you're, as long as you're not doing that, then, you know, you'll be fine.
0: And you'll figure it out. Yeah. You'll
1: figure it out. Like, you know, as long as it's like within reason, you're never going to be ready for any of it. And, you know, you just figure it out. It's like kind of like exciting doing that, you know, you do your best.
0: There's no such thing as a perfect parent. I think everyone just, you know, beats to their own drum and you figure it out as you go because each kid is completely different. It's it's
1: not easy. You know, you never it's never going to be perfect. You never know kind of what you're doing.
0: How different do you think our parenting styles are? Do you think we're similar? I do think we're similar. I think the structure
1: is very good, but like, I don't know what it would be like without any structure. I think you're very rigid in the approach, like they're go to sleep this time. And then like, sometimes you are a little bit more lenient, but like, I, I don't know, I, it probably would be mayhem, but sometimes I wish we could just go to the beach with them till like nine o'clock at night and literally not care about anything of bedtimes and when they eat it and all this stuff, like and figure it out. But like, yeah, you're right. There's consequences from that. But sometimes I do wish that we just didn't care about anything. And, you know, we're like, whatever. Or like went on a vacation where it was like, you didn't not, they didn't have to be asleep at a certain time. Just like all of us were just exhausted and like, you're just in it with the kids and it's crazy. And sometimes, I don't know, even if it's, even if it's like hard and more difficult, like I would, uh, I'd be could It could be fun to try that where it's not such a schedule, but you know,
0: yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to skip, I'm going to stick to the um, schedule life. But if, but if I ever go away with like my friends or something on a trip, which I'm going to plan, um, and you're left with them. You, you could do that. If you yeah. want, go crazy. And stay out until, 10. Uh, the fun part of the struggle. Yeah, no, you could do that on your own. How do you balance careers and family time? I think it's like a struggle. That's my number one struggle every single day. And I don't know that that's ever going to change. But some days I feel like the best parent in the world. And some days I feel like the worst, but like I'm killing it at work. So I feel like it's always one or the other. I can never be like in a good space in between. I'm always striving for it, but I feel like i it's almost nearly impossible to get there.
1: It's not easy. It's not easy, but I do think you know having your own business, me having my own business, I think that you know we sort of, although it it, it you know it's perfect for that because it at the end of the day, it falls on us to you know provide for them, but at the same time take care of them. right. So it's like you know most people are you know a lot of people are beholden to, you know, somebody else. I mean, we're beholden to our clients and whatnot, but at the end of the day, like, you know, we kind of do make our own hours for the most yeah. part. Yeah, um, which, which we're is,
0: very lucky. Yeah,
1: we're very to lucky be to be able to do, to do that, you know? Um, we worked hard for that, but, you know, that that's very, that, that's like the big uh, positive.
0: We're also very, very lucky to have such involved parents uh, or grandparents. So, you know, I think, That definitely makes it possible for us to do what we do, you know, having both of our moms and dads um, just being so involved and obviously, you know, having a nanny. I know the nanny is like game changing. It gives us time also for me and you, you know, like it's like a it's a it's a safety net almost. I
1: mean, we could still spend the time with them, but it's like uh, having support in a basketball game. Like if you have to go sit out and take a breather, somebody else subs in for you. So, like, having that ability is huge. That doesn't mean you're not going to be a huge part of the, the win or the huge part of the game. The ability to sit down and take a breather for a certain period of time and come back in. And just in,
0: knowing that support's there, too. That's
1: huge. I mean, you got, but, like, you know, you work hard for that, too. Yeah. But it ends up being worth it. In the worth end. I, it, a thousand percent.
0: I don't know about you, but for me, like, being away from the kids and having a job is... It keeps me sane. So, I don't know what I would do without having a an nanny, to be honest. I need that time for myself, you know, to be a good mother.
1: Right. I'm very, I'm obviously very appreciative of the fact that we have the ability to afford that. You know, we worked hard for that. So,
0: yeah. Um, so, what's one of the biggest surprises that you've realized about fatherhood? How much you like having girls?
1: Well, that's, a, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's obvious.
0: When I was pregnant um, with Ruby, and we didn't know what the sex of the baby was yet. He was like, if it's a girl, I'm pushing it back in. There's no way I'm having a girl. But now after Ruby, he's like, that's literally like the only thing that I want are girls. Yeah. And I remember like when we were trying for the third, I was like, it would be really cool to have a four, uh, a boy for the third one, you know, just to have something different. And you were actually like the most excited when you found out it was a girl. Your reaction shocked me, to be honest
1: because I was just so in love with the, with, you know, the two with, that
0: you already had. Yeah.
1: You know, like, it's just, it's, it's interesting whether, whatever, like you went from like, obviously it's a different kind of love, but like, if you, you know, you, girls are like, obviously who I would prefer. Right. So like girl, like if you like girls and like, then all of a sudden you have a girl, that's your own, you know, you feel like you, you know, you made her. It's yeah. like, it just, it was right away. There was instant, you know, I was instant with, with this other human. It was crazy.
0: It's crazy. Right. Yeah. I think for me, the biggest surprise was how much like love I have to give to all three, like it's, it's crazy and it's chaotic. And I feel like I'm spread so thin, but for whatever reason, like, I feel like I still have so much like Equal amount of love to give to all three of them. And that surprises me every single time. Like, where does that come from?
1: You know? I think it comes from uh, the Backstreet Boys. My love <laughs> is all I have you, so I don't.
0: <laughs> also, it makes me so much more uh, appreciative of what my mother did growing up and how she raised, you know, three girls and I think we all turned out pretty good, but it like really makes me way more appreciative of my mother.
1: I think the, the what's interesting, the disciplining, you know, that was, that's kind of tough. Like
0: guys, that's the hardest part. Oh my God. We struggle hard with that. Like we have each kid, you know, cu- like each kid brings a new drama to the table every week. But when you just feel out of control I don't think there's anything worse because you know that your kids worship you, but like sometimes, you know, they don't understand their feelings and it could be so irrational and there's nothing you can do or say to sort of like, you know, simmer down the fire that they're like exploding, like in front of you. And it's the most frustrating feeling to not feel in control and not know what to do Especially for you. I I, I literally can't handle it. It's so intense for me that like sometimes i start crying too <laughs> like it's just it's too much to handle like i don't know like i feel like that for me has been really hard then sometimes
1: you go off the deep end
0: i feel like me and you like it's like when me and you would fight like i you i'm the kind of person that needs like space to like recuperate no, that's and like true. you like to you like to resolve the situation like on the spot so like when i'm like so when my kid throws, like, a giant block at my head, like, I can't be there and be like, oh, it's okay. Like, you're having, like, you know, really intense feelings. Like, I need to, I need to like, take a breather before I can react in a calm way. And for me, that's, like, be, being able to have you say to me, go take a drive until, like, and let me talk to her until, like, I can come back and, like, speak in a calm manner rather than, like, flip out that I have a giant bump on my head what do you think life is like now for both of us as opposed to before having kids? Do you remember life before kids? Cause I definitely don't. Definitely don't. I mean, I I remember it, but like sometimes I think to myself and I'm like, what did I even like worry about? Like, what did I like worry about during that time? Like, I feel like now I don't have a second to not worry. And I can't even like, I feel like all I did before kids was like, go out, watch TV like make money just to spend it on going to a club, (laughs) pay for my apartment. I mean, like, what did we, what did we worry about?
1: I don't think we, uh, I, I, well, I guess
0: you had your, your law job. You were at the firm. I mean, that was definitely very stressful for you. But for me, I was like in retail. Like I felt like I like woke up hungover and I would go to like sell some clothes and it was like a fun job for me. Like, I feel like I just like didn't have a care in the world, but like, Getting, I feel like getting Dylan was the first step for me. Dylan's our dog it was the first step for me, you know, to sort of like gain some responsibility, you know,
1: that, which is great, by the way. It, I mean, I was 22. You, it, no, I know. I but that's right the, like that. That's that's what you have to be appreciative for, because for me, I always had this feeling of like, you know, I'm going to do whatever it takes to like make it in this world. And like, Yeah,
0: it's so about the upbringing, right? Your parents, though, like really instilled that, like my parents were like, you can do whatever you want. You could be whatever you want. We'll be here to support you. Just figure it out. And like, I always felt like I'll figure it out. Like, whatever. Like, I'll work in retail until I figure out what I do next. Like, I didn't I never like had a plan. You always like from like the second you came out of the, you know, you had (laughs) you were born. You had a plan.
1: I was born scared. (laughs)
0: Your mom is very strict with that. But she's smart to be because, you know, how cool is it that you can do whatever you want now and you have a law degree? I mean, that's pretty special. She called
1: me just before this podcast. She said, Are you closing any deals? What's going on? How's <laughs> how are your stocks doing?
0: <laughs> Classic, Nancy. We should we need her on this podcast. Yeah. That's gonna be the next one. So what are some values you hope to pass down to the girls?
1: Me, I want them to be really, really good people. Kind to everyone. Like never, ever, you know, do anything mean to anyone. Like, yeah,
0: we just, we've been also, we've been experiencing that recently. We heard that, you know, Ruby was not including one of her girlfriends, um, with her and her other friend. And it was really tough for like, we just like right away, we were like unacceptable like you include everyone you're nice to everyone tomorrow you're going to sit next to her at lunch and like we just like that's girls are tough girl I Brandon we are in we are in for a long ride with girls cuz like i i mean i don't know about being the bully but i know about being bullied and there's nothing worse and girls are brutal and just even hearing that ruby like was not including someone like that killed me like i had to we had to nip that in the bud right away
1: and I I I really want them to be ambitious. Like I want them to like. That's not all you. Yeah, I don't want them to think, "Hey, just do nothing." Yeah. You know? I want them to like, you know, want to to, you know, do something special with their lives. You know.
0: Yeah, and I think it's also important. You know, you're, you know, with with Nancy, I feel like she really pushed like you getting like a tradition, like you know a doctor, a lawyer, like she like had very specific things that she wanted you to do. And I think that it's really important to allow, you know, especially in this day and age, like your kids to explore their creative side.
1: I agree with that, but, but, but finish, you know, like, like do like go and explore their creative side, but like actually, you know, set goals for themselves and, and, and accomplish them. Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's gonna be key.
0: Uh, Gemini's are tough, Brandon. We're not good at finishing things. We like a lot of different things at once and then not really finishing them. It's a problem. And if they're anything like me, it's a problem. So you're going to have to push them on that. I'm really bad at that. Don't worry. I'll do it. (laughs) Okay, good. Is there something that you wish you knew before starting a family? Wish I knew how expensive it was. (laughs) It is very expensive, especially being in New York City. Yeah. It is very expensive. Schools, nannies. I kind of am happy I didn't know anything because I probably wouldn't have gone into it if I had known how much work it was, how much scheduling it it entails, the the tantrums, the sleepless nights that are endless. But when you're in it, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's like worth everything. I like remember I, I went to go pick up coffee this morning. And I left the girls with the nanny and I call my mom every morning when I go to pick up coffee just to like talk about my night because my kids wake me up all the time. And my mom was just like, isn't it so funny how like when you're in it, you're like, I can't take it. I need a, like, I need space. Like they're driving me crazy. But then the second you leave them, you're like, I wonder what they're like, I can't wait to go home and see them. Like I can't wait to be with them. It messes with your head. It's crazy. It really does take a village, you know? Especially if you want to work and have a job. You're going to fail.
1: You're going yeah. to. A million fail.
0: times. But it's all about just like using that to learn from it and do better the next time. Um, How different are our three girls? Like who's more like me? Who's more like you? Hmm. What would you say?
1: I think that uh, Ruby's definitely like you for sure. Like her creative side. Like
0: hesitant, nervous,
1: nervous, for sure. Scared. But like, but scared. Yes. But like. Then at the same time, like I can't be alone, right? So, yeah. so you know, Brandon can't
0: es- be alone. Just Esme to clarify, that.
1: I can't be alone. So Ruby has, the, you know, that terrible. No, system.
0: Ruby can't be. Ruby hates being alone, and she needs attention twenty four seven. That is Brandon, and she's she's social, and she likes to be center of the, you know, sent like the life of the party, center of the of attention. Like that's Ruby.
1: If it's the attention's not on her, Esme could care less.
0: And also, she's very. um, She's not like, she can't really focus that long on things like Brandon. So I think she's a lot like you in that, in that aspect. But like Esme can focus on something for so long, like almost too hard. She could be, you know, likes to do things on her own. Like I was very much like that. But Esme looks exactly like you. But right, Esme
1: is also like a prankster. Yeah, she she's a trickster. To, like, she's a daredevil. Like, yeah, you know, she's a like-
0: daredevil opposite of me. Yep. So like definitely
1: got all that for me. I think Ruby has my humor though. So
0: yeah, she does. Very funny. But Navy, first of all, Navy looks just like me. We, we think, but I don't know who she's like yet. She's very, she's a very chill, happy, content baby. And Ruby and Esme were definitely not like that at all. They were not like chill. Babe, what went through your mind when I first told you that I was pregnant with Ruby? Do you remember when I told you I was in the 75th Street apartment and I called you?
1: Oh, my God. I remember where I was. I, I think I, I just got very nervous. He was freaking out. You know, I was really nervous. And then I was like thinking about, oh, my God, I really have to close that deal that I was working on. I, I <laughs> panicked a little bit. I, I, that's why I didn't sound so excited. I was, I panicked. I was like, what? I, I didn't know what it meant. Like I was like, oh my god! So like, when does the like? I obviously know what happens when you get pregnant, but like, I kind of was like, let me go, go to Google and actually <laughs> understand. What happens. But, uh, I, I honestly, I I really had no idea what. It what meant. about? I had didn't I didn't I, I? You know, never been through it before. I was just like, okay, let's uh, put one foot in front of the other and keep moving.
0: What about with Esme? Do you remember when I told you then? I had come, I just came back from, uh, Michaela's bachelor at yeah. party in Vegas and I was in the shower and I came out. I was just happy that you were happy. Every time I told him I was pregnant, he, there was no like, yes, like we did it. I'm so excited. He was kind of like, shit. He was so nervous every time he was so nervous, but like, he's literally the best father. Like he is like, so hands-on takes care of the kids, like loves playing with them. Like, can you like, aren't you, I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth. But like you're so happy that you have kid, Like, you know what I mean? Everything I made you do, you're very happy with.
1: Yeah. No, keep making me do so. <laughs> I'm very happy.
0: I mean, when I first found out I was pregnant, I remember when I found out my heart was lit, literally racing out of my chest. Like I thought like it was going to explode. And I kept thinking to myself like, Oh my God, there's a baby inside of me. I need to calm down. I need to calm down. I was so like, excited but I was also so scared like that there was something actually inside of me growing but and then I had the same feeling with Esme too I mean it was like it's just and Navy it's like the best feeling in the world it's just so exciting and it's like you know I have so many people that I know that you know have such a hard time or you know have to go through a lot of things to get pregnant so it's like you just feel so freaking grateful that like you got to this point and you know, I try not to think too much about like what happens after you find out you're pregnant because you still have to go through so many tests. But like,
1: the first one's the only one that's a little bit like, oh, you, you know, you you don't really know what you're getting into. I'm a professional. I mean, I I'm a professional by now. Not like I'm having any more anytime soon, but I feel like a professional at this point.
0: Yeah, me too. What What was the first thought you had when when the doctor handed you? Ruby and when they handed you Esme and Navy, like how did you feel with each one?
1: I was just overcome with emotion. It was like a cathartic experience for me. Um, Just felt feeling like you're like, oh my God, this is like your dreams came true. This is your family. This is your future. This is, this is, this is like life. I mean, it just, I just start crying. Yeah. Just, just overcome with emotion. What about you when they handed you, when I handed you, uh, Ruby. Esme
0: and navy you keep forgetting about your third child so ruby i felt i it was tough i mean when they first handed me ruby and esme I, i didn't get like the feeling of like oh my god i'm so like that people talk about i feel like with ruby i pushed for two hours and i was just so depleted and exhausted that like my brain almost couldn't like function to even understand like what just happened like I almost like blacked out I was like what is happening right now and then with Esme it was also like you know I had an emergency c-section and the medicine that they gave me or the drugs they gave me made me so nauseous and sick that they gave the baby they gave Esme to Brandon because I couldn't hold her um and so I just like all like when she came out I was I felt like so relieved. I just like hearing her cry and just knowing that she was here. I was just so like excited. Um and then with Navy, I had um a V back, which is a vaginal birth after a C section. And it was something that I like was dreaming for. Like it's all I wanted. And I only pushed for like 40 minutes. But I like when they handed her to me, I was just like, holy shit! like we did it again. Like this is the be like I cannot believe she's mine. And like this is the best feeling in the world. Like all three of them, like, after like you, you, you get over like the exhaustion and like what your body just went through, you're just like, you look at them and you're like, I cannot believe like what I feel for this child. Like, I can't believe that I have this in me. Like, I'm so obsessed. I'm so in love. Like, I don't know what to do with all this emotion. It's very overwhelming. Um, in the best way possible, but like, it's it's a it's a lot to like grasp onto you know and to sort of like understand the 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 emotions because it's so intense but amazing every time really who who do you think is more patient with the kids you no me I would say me sometimes you can be it depends on your mood I've learned that
1: you, it's not like uh, you can't just it's not like a react switch
0: yeah. Like, I feel like I'm more patient because I know that that's the only way to, like, fix the problem, if that makes sense. Like, if there's a tantrum or if, like, they're scared and we're waking up in the middle of the night, I react in like, let me speak, like, calmly and, like, make them feel secure and confident, like, so that I can go back to bed. Whereas Brandon will be like, don't call me again. I can't. I'm so tired. My throat hurt. Like, he just, like, complains to them as if they understand anything he's saying. So... I would say that I'm more patient like when it comes to like nighttime, but like in daytime, like social situations, I feel like Brandon's more patient. Right babe?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And who's more playful? <laughs> of course you. Yeah. Definitely definitely Brandon. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm very grateful that I have you, Brandon, to go through parenting life with. And I think, you know, just to Close out this conversation. We both didn't know what we were getting into. And I think we would keep it that way if we were to do this all over again, because it's just, it's a whirlwind. It's a crazy ride and it's hectic, it's chaotic, it's stressful, it's miserable, it's the best thing in the world, it's fun, it's like a mix of all the emotions and. Brandon and I have those personalities where we just we love to be on all the time, busy, 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 figuring things out. Even if it stresses us out, we're really good together at like even if we yell at each other, we we always find a solution, we figure it out. So I
1: guess the moral of the story is if you're thinking about becoming a parent, uh, if you currently are a parent, have patience. (laughs) And for those thinking about becoming a parent, uh, don't. No, just kidding. (laughs) You should. It's amazing. We love our kids. There will be a lot of uh, failures, but um, all of those little failures actually end up uh, becoming a success um, because your kids are your life. There's some um, greatness, um, amazingness in uh, failing with your teammate and going through it together and especially uh, having kids together and, and dealing with all of the pain that that comes with it it really ends up when you put it all together being an incredible success so i would i would do it
0: don't think too much into it if your gut is telling you that you're ready then just go for it i mean financially it is difficult but i don't know somehow you kind of just figure it out and you make it work and um it's it's a lot and it takes a lot out of you but i wouldn't change any of it for for anything in the world. I mean, it's the best best job I've ever had as being a parent. So I, I definitely encourage if you're thinking about it to do it. Anyway, thanks to all the listeners out there. We will be back. We will be back together to talk more. So please come back for more. Thanks for being here, babe. That's a wrap for today's episode of In-House. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more thoughtful discussions and amazing guests. Make sure you follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And of course, follow me at Ariel Charnis and at Something Navy. See you next week.